Hi, and welcome to John Morris Show on this Monday. We're glad you're with us. little uh, NCAA baseball super regional action in the open. Heard Texas as they clinched with two straight wins over South Florida. The Longhorns are headed to the College World Series, 37th time in program history. And you heard from David Pierce, the head coach of the Longhorns. They have really cruised through their regional and super regionals uh, and have a full head of steam as the number two national seed headed to Omaha. And not their fault, but they should send a basket to the committee and send a basket (laughs) to the Florida Gators because, my goodness. And South Florida is a good team. They actually gave them a heck of a game on the I guess that was Saturday night in game one. But, yeah, Texas had a, a good draw, and they took care of their business and took advantage of it. And we saw Arkansas, JMO, who looked like a machine in the regular season. They bowed out yesterday. So um, upsets happen, especially in baseball and kind of small samples. But, man, that Texas pitching staff is just so good. Yeah, And yeah. Uh, that's been kind of what's carried them all year and continued to through the postseason. There were so many people that were picking Texas to win it, I mean, to win the whole thing before the tournament began, even as the number two seed. And now, as you said, uh, Arkansas, the number one overall seed, has bowed out. So Texas even more of a favorite in a lot more people's minds. So uh, they are the only Big 12 school that will be there. Uh, Texas Tech bowed out. You heard from Braxton Fulford, the U- or the uh, Texas Tech catcher in the open as well. Tech... Uh, ran into a buzzsaw in Stanford. They were outscored 24-3 to in the two games on their home field in Lubbock and bow out at the hands of the Stanford Cardinal. Yeah, Stanford was uh, really, really good. Neither of those games were close, which was surprising. Um, you know, Tech has had – they've had a lot of injuries. I know they have some issues with pitching depth, but I just felt like being at home, mm-hmm. and they're so good in Lubbock. You know, we saw Baylor take them down. That was a huge deal because nobody had done it in a right. long time. Um, I was just surprised they went so quietly, but the Pac-12 had a good weekend. I know uh, Arizona's headed also. They beat Ole Miss pretty handily in game three yesterday. Um, So obviously that's a good league. Oregon State uh, was sort of a bubble team that made it to the regional finals. And uh, yeah, Texas Tech, unfortunately, just especially in game two, uh, that that Stanford pitcher had their number, and and that happens sometimes. Yeah, um, uh, I'm I'm like you. I thought Tech would find a way on their home field yes. to uh, you know to get a win. They have been they were really dominant through the regional, and then just ran into a buzzsaw named Stanford. So Stanford moving on to the College World Series. There are uh, eight spots in the College World Series. Six of the eight have been filled. The other two will be decided today. One of those games going on right now. It's Dallas Baptist taking on Virginia. This this is a best of three, <clears throat> excuse me, super regional being played in Columbia, South Carolina. Mm-hmm. And I finally got the reason for that. I, I was questioning all along, why would they play at a neutral site? Did you hear this? Yes. Yeah, so they did sites early in the year. Right. Old Dominion was the team that hosted the Virginia region and they didn't bid for whatever reason. Yeah. So I th- and it was odd because I thought that maybe DBU would get it, but I guess it has to be at a predetermined site. That's it. It's it's kind of a COVID deal. They had to predetermine the super regional sites, and Columbia, South Carolina, was one of those. South Carolina got beat in their regional on their home field, uh, and then um, uh, Dallas Baptist came out of the TCU regional. Mm-hmm. Sorry to bring that up, but <laughs> uh, but uh, you know you would have thought among those two regionals either TCU or 
or South Carolina might have won, um, but they neither one did, and so it kind of left them scratching their heads. All right, well, we got South Carolina as this predetermined site, so we'll just put Virginia and Dallas Baptist there. And I guess it's easy for us to say because we're you know not the ones that have to do the logistics, <laughs> but it does feel like the NCAA when they did this, it made sense because COVID was still very you know prevalent. Um, there were still a lot of restrictions. They were originally also going to do 50% capacity, yeah, but yeah. that's all changed in the last few months. So <laughs> right. it seems like you could say, okay, higher ranked team yeah. should get a chance to host yeah. three games. Cause I, I know there's some, uh, there's more to it with an NCAA regional, but essentially the Super Regionals, Jim, are just like a weekend series. That's right. I mean, it's three it's games. just two teams. Right, yep. right, right. Uh, and the NCAA is getting a lot of flack over this, mainly from the Virginia fan base and, and probably the Dallas uh, Baptist fan base, mm-hmm. too. But I think that was the policy they had in place, and they were either unwilling or unable to revisit that and give one of these teams a home field. So they're playing, and, and they wanted – 50% capacity, they got about 25% capacity <laughs> playing in Columbia, South Carolina, a neutral site. Update us there. Dallas Baptist looks like they've got the lead in that game. They do, yes. Yeah, so we're on the top of the six. DBU's up at bat. They, uh, the Patriots are up 2-1 on Virginia. Um, Two-run home run by Dallas Baptist in the fourth. And Virginia actually had a runner on third with one out uh, in the last half inning, but DBU was able to get out of it. Nice. So Very good. They're holding on right now. I was uh, completely plugged into this game. They started at noon our time, mm-hmm. and so I turned it on the TV. It was on ESPNU in my office, had it on there, and uh, the guy that does play-by-play for Dallas Baptist is a good friend, Reagan Ratcliffe. is a Baylor grad. Okay. And uh, so I was listening to Reagan, and I can't call the name of the guy that was working with him, but I was listening to them while it was on in my office. So I'm, I'm completely plugged end of this game on a Monday, uh, Dallas Baptist and Virginia. We'll keep you updated on that. DBU leads 2-1 to one in the sixth. The other spot yet to be decided will uh, be decided coming up this evening, and that is... Uh, Mississippi State Notre Dame. That's it. Playing tonight in... Uh, are they in Stark Vegas? They are, yes. Yep. So playing there, coming up tonight, uh, third and deciding game of that Super Regional Series. All the others were decided, either finished yesterday or wrapped up in two games, like the Texas uh, Super Regional when they won two over South Florida, 4-3 to three on Saturday night and 12-4 to four last night. So only two spots remaining. Uh, Arkansas is out. They, uh, the number one seed, uh, will not play in the College World Series. Uh, TCU is the number six national seed. They are out. Uh, Texas Tech, the number eight national seed. They are out. So it's tough. You know, you get here and you think you're one of the top eight national seeds. You know, you're playing on your home field all the way through to Omaha. But, boy, there are no givens, and it really shows how many good teams there are out there. It does. Yeah, it's a grind. And, I, I, like, you know, usual in tournament baseball, if you fall in that loser's bracket, especially in those regionals, it's yeah. really hard to – to uh fight your way out of it um and then of course tech bowed out in the super regionals so yeah baseball is uh, is a funny game and and also um you know in basketball and football i think we see more kind of conference crossover but you really don't get a whole lot of that in college baseball so right. a lot of these matchups you're kind of just guessing based on what what you've seen so far yeah that's true texas uh already has their spot uh their ticket punch they will play the winner of that notre dame mississippi state super regional that's who texas will get in their opening game of the College World Series coming up later this week. DBU Virginia winner will get Tennessee coming up. Um, 
So let's see. Big 12 with one school, SEC with two. Is that right? Vanderbilt and Tennessee, two from the state of state of Tennessee. ACC has North Carolina State. North Carolina State, the team that eliminated Arkansas. Um and well, potentially another SEC school in Mississippi State, and potentially another ACC school in Notre Dame, and then the Pac-12, Stanford and Arizona, are there representing those leagues. So that's the way it shapes up. And the College World Series begins later this week in Omaha. All right, we're off and running. John Morris and Stephen Simcox and EP is in here with us. Good to see you. Appreciate it, uh, Stephen. Here for one day. One day only. Why is that? Well, we'll let him explain uh, coming up in a moment. You probably thought I came in and brought you a present when I came in. (laughs) It's an orange bag from Ulta Beauty. Um, I did not bring you a present. It's not for you. Oh, man. Uh, It's not for Kristen. I'm sorry to say. Uh, I had to go buy Ulta right over here in Central Texas Marketplace, Mm -hmm. get something for my wife, which I was glad to do. Uh, And she says, be sure don't leave it in the car because it's probably 120 degrees in the car. <laughs> you know, so I brought it in. So that's that's why I brought this in the studio with me. Have we ever had any Ulta Beauty products in this studio ever? I can say this is a first. I think, I think, <laughs> I think that's a you're first. right. I think you're right. But it's not going to melt on my watch, man. So uh, it is safely in here. Hey, let's take a break. We'll be back with more in just a moment. Uh, a little bit later, let me tell you, we'll visit with Todd Harbor, Baylor track and field coach. They wrapped up their season over the weekend at that beautifully renovated Hayward Field in Eugene, Oregon, the NCAA Outdoor Championships. Talk to Coach Harbor, wrap that up. Look ahead also to the uh, Olympic trials coming up next week. That's coming up a little bit later. John Morris Show brought to you in part by DMRA Fine Jewelers. They're at 4541 West Waco Drive. Where Waco gets engaged. This is a Fox 44 weather update. I'm meteorologist Healy Fitzpatrick. Another hot and humid day across central Texas with a mix of sun and clouds and a high of 94. Those heat index values just a bit warmer in the upper 90s to lower 100s. A small chance for a passing shower this evening cannot be ruled out with lows tonight in the mid-70s. Tomorrow, partly sunny skies with a high of 95. Join me every weeknight during Fox 44 News at 536 and 9 for your forecast first. Plus, check out fox44news.com for any changes in the weather. I love baseball. The Rangers enjoy an off day today ahead of their series in Houston, which begins tomorrow night. The 0-1 pitch is hit by Beatty to second, but Solak has it, flips to Izzy for one on to first, and they get them both. You see my baseball? Hi, everybody. This is Matt Hick, inviting you to join Jared Sandler and me. This pitch to Pollock. He grounds it to third, backhanded by Holton. He's got Lux now caught off the bag. He tosses to Heim. Heim runs him towards third. He applies the tag. Our Geico broadcast time tomorrow night, 6.30, on the Rangers Radio Network. At UBO Business Services, being the premier copier service provider in Texas has its advantages. In production, UBO is the only dealership in North America that can sell and service the Xerox, Iridesc, and Versant lines, as well as Konica Minolta's Acuro Press line and Ricoh's Production Pro 7210SX. In wide format, UBO offers HP's industry-leading line of equipment. Call Sean Hunt at 254-772-1600 or ubeo.com. Hi, Jay here from Pickup Outfitters with a question. If you had a very good friend with very bad breath and everyone knew it except him, wouldn't you tell him? 
I believe you would because it's part of the bro code. So now this same friend is driving a truck around town without a stitch of accessories. I mean, no step bars, no bed cover, no grill guard, totally naked. And he's unaware how embarrassing it is. Don't you owe it to him, bro to bro, to tell him he's driving around a new truck? The Pickup Outfitters, we think you do. And we're asking you to join the cause to end truck nudity in Central Texas, one bro at a time. So grab your buddy, ask him to get a beer with you, and break the news to him gently. Then show him all the possibilities for his truck on the Pickup Outfitters website. You can even bring him to Pickup Outfitters. As our thanks to your commitment to your bro, we'll even take the price of the beer off the ticket. Unless, of course, it's a light beer. Pickup Outfitters of Waco, we're here to help you and your bro. On the web at createacommotion.com. I'm Joe Kaleo with Kaleo Wealth Management. I love what I do. Every day I have the chance to help people chart a path toward their financial goals and pursue their dreams. We build relationships with each client and enjoy seeing how they appreciate there's someone working just as hard as they are to help meet their objectives. Kaleo Wealth Management is a Central Texas team of UBS Financial Services, member FINRA SIPC. Paid for by Christian Care Ministry. Let's see, if something costs less, but people are happier with it, that sounds like something to look into, and that's MediShare. Maybe you've heard switching to MediShare to pay for health care can save the typical family 500 bucks a month, and that's huge. But it's also true that people are way more satisfied after making the switch, too. The customer satisfaction rate for MediShare is double that of the typical health insurance plan. MediShare works. It's been around for more than a quarter century, and members have shared more than $3 billion of each other's bills. People love having telehealth and a huge nationwide PPO network. So, yeah, you can save a ton and like it better. Imagine being happy with how you're taking care of your health care. So if you're self-employed or part of the gig economy or you just want a plan you're happy with, you can call right now and get a price within two minutes. A very, very smart use of two minutes. Here's the number you need. 855-51-BIBLE. That's 855-51-BIBLE. 855-51-BIBLE. Back with us, John Morris, Stephen Simcox on this Monday afternoon. Appreciate you being with us today. And uh, we'll visit with Todd Harbour coming up next uh, next segment. Start to say next inning. Uh, great play there by Dallas Baptist uh, defensively, and that retires Virginia. In, who's the home team here? Is Virginia the home team? Yes, they okay. are. Okay. All right, so retires Virginia, bottom of the sixth. So mm-hmm. they go to the seventh, two to one, Dallas Baptist on top playing in Columbia, South Carolina. All right, uh, we should give uh, Stephen as much time to talk on the mic as he wants to because <laughs> after today he is gone for a week for a very good reason. Till, are we okay talking about this? I've kind of yes. led into it. I should have checked with no, you ahead no, of time. But. Uh, provided nothing happens in the next few hours, <laughs> we are, me, my wife and I are headed to the hospital tomorrow. Uh, and, yeah, we're going – Kristen's going to get induced and – a uh, little boy named Sawyer is going to come into the world, Fantastic. hopefully, at some point. Yep. Um, so I will be out starting tomorrow, and then I'll be back next Tuesday. 
And uh, yeah, should be fun. Very good. <laughs> Hope things go very smoothly. Um, Me too. <laughs> yeah. So this is uh, scheduled to be induced, and you know the time and everything. Mm-hmm. That kind of takes away kind of the some of the uh, uncertainty, the sleepless nights, wake up in the middle of the night. Is it time to go? Kind of gets rid of that, doesn't it? It does. And it's as somebody who likes to plan things, it's been kind of good for me mentally yeah. just to have <laughs> a day. Uh, and Kristen was all about it too. Now. Lately, she's kind of been like, well, I kind of want to go into labor on my own because she's heard that can make things easier. Uh, okay. Um, but looks like, you know, unless something happens this afternoon or tonight, that's what we're we're headed towards and should be should be good. But yeah, I'm I'm definitely happy to kind of have a day in time in yeah. mind. So it takes a little of that uncertainty away. Very good. We're all going. Which hospital? Uh, Hillcrest. Okay, to Hillcrest. My daughter Maddie is labor and delivery at Hillcrest. Oh, okay. But she's not working tomorrow. Oh man, she doesn't work again till Friday, I think. Okay. So, uh, if you're still there, and I hope you're not still there <laughs> on Friday, maybe you'll see her, or maybe her schedule changes. But uh, <laughs> hope things go very well for you. Uh, uh, other members of your family, uh, big brother, big sister, everybody's excited. Yes, everyone's excited. Um, as I think they understand what's going on. Uh-huh. My five-year-old definitely does. Uh-huh. Three-year-old kind of does. And they actually went with my mother-in-law came up last week to kind of help get the house together and, and get things ready. And then she took them back to her house for the weekend. And I guess they got in their mind that the baby was going to be born while they were gone. No. So they came back and they were really upset that he wasn't here <laughs> yet. So where is he? Oh, hopefully they'll be excited <laughs> once uh, once he gets here. That'll be good. Hey, that's a that's a fun part of it with with that age, especially a three year old and a five year old. It so is. That's yeah, really and, good. And my daughter, who's three, loves baby dolls, and I think she's going to be a good helper as yeah. much as as much as she can yeah very cool mm-hmm. all right well uh blessings on y'all and i hope things go very smoothly and there's no issues i hope it goes really really well tomorrow thank you i'll keep you guys updated for all sure right. please do all right let's take a break when we come back uh, we'll be joined by todd harbour baylor's track and field coach he is still in eugene oregon he's just kind of you know paying rent by the weeks i think out there just staying there for a while nca outdoor championships are complete, but the Olympic trials begin later this week or the first of next week. So uh, Coach Harbor is still out there in Eugene, Oregon. Uh, we'll see what the weather's like there in Eugene. It's got to be a little bit cooler, I would think, than it is here in Central Texas. But we'll talk to him, wrap up the track and field season, and have that when we come back. We appreciate you being with us. John Morris, Stephen Simcox, and we'll be right back here on ESPN Central Texas. Recently on Game Time. We're joined now by the national champion head coach, Mitch Thompson. Having played in the championship game in 15, we were on the doorstep. In 17, we had a great club, and we've been pretty consistent. I think we've been able to put together a really good program with really good coaches and players every year. And You know, I'm sitting here staring at the trophy in my office right now and it's it's making me smile but it makes me want to go back and get another one game time weekdays 4 to 6 p.m on espn central texas have you been tagged yet again in an engagement ring photo are hints being dropped all around you rest assured diamore fine jewelers has been rescuing men seeking the perfect ring for over 25 years come in with a picture of her dream ring and we'll make it a reality With our five-year financing, custom design team, and selection of diamonds, we'll make the whole process fun and enjoyable. DMRA Fine Jewelers on West Waco Drive. You wouldn't call your doctor, accountant, or mechanic using a 1-800 number, so why your bank? If you have to dial 1-800, you don't know your bank and... 
your bank doesn't know you. Come to Central National Bank and experience the difference. Bank different. Bank central. Central National Bank. Member FDIC. Hey, it's Matt Mosley, the Matt Mosley Show with Stephen Simcox. Exceptional experience, extraordinary results. That's what you receive when you hire the attorneys at Steckler, Wayne, Cochran, Cherry, trial lawyers with over 100 years of combined experience specializing in catastrophic personal injury and product defect cases, as well as business disputes. Steckler, Wayne, Cochran, Cherry now has an office in Waco managed by local attorney Craig Cherry. Craig is triple board certified. Fewer than 1% of all lawyers in Texas are triple board certified. If you need a lawyer that has exceptional experience and provides extraordinary results for clients, call them in Waco, 254-651-3690. Again, that's 254-651-3690. You can also visit the website and learn more about the firm at www.swclaw.com. Feel like you're missing out on the fiesta? You don't have to. La Fiesta Restaurant is open with dine-in seating, drive-through, and delivery. Now, you can get the famous purple margarita to go or delivered with any food purchase. La Fiesta makes dinner a lot easier with family pack of fajitas, enchiladas, and tacos. Order online or call ahead and get any of your La Fiesta favorites at LaFiesta.com. La Fiesta, Waco's original Tex-Mex since 1963. Stop by downtown in Waco at Way Cool Tacos and Union Food Hall. Way Cool Tacos, located corner of Franklin and 8th Street. ESPN Radio Sports Center. I'm Ward White with your ESPN Central Texas Sports Center update, brought to you by Slovakic Sausage and West. Two games left to decide the final field in the College World Series: DBU and Virginia this afternoon, and tonight Notre Dame and Mississippi State. Winners go to Omaha, Vanderbilt, Arizona, Stanford, NC State, Tennessee, and Texas have all punched their tickets already. Two games in the NBA playoffs tonight. Game four in the East semifinals with the 76ers at the Hawks. Philly leads that series 2-1. Tip is at 6-30. And game four of the West semifinals with the Jazz at the Clippers with the Jazz leading that series 2-1. Tip at 9 o'clock. Texas Rangers and the Houston Astros both had the day off. The two teams will meet up tomorrow night at Minute Maid Park for a two-game series. The Astros have a 4-3 lead in the Silver Boot Series after each team swept their home series. Sports Center every 20 minutes, only on ESPN Central Texas. Back with us, John Morris Show on this Monday afternoon. We appreciate you being with us. John Morris, Stephen Simcox, and joined from Eugene, Oregon, the great uh, Northwest by Baylor track and field coach Todd Harbor. Coach, uh, appreciate you being on with us. How you doing today? I'm doing great, John. Thanks for having me. You bet. And it's got to be, we said uh, we'd check on weather out there. It's got to be cooler there than it is here in Central Texas. I'm guessing so. I've heard reports that you guys are getting pretty warm back there, but no, I think it's in the low 60s today. Oh, okay. and we actually drove over to Florence, so you don't you don't want to hear where I'm at right now. Oh. I drove over to the coast and <laughs> with Cindy. We're sitting here by the water, just look, look, overlooking the water. It's, pre, it's pretty nice. That oh, rain my stopped. gosh, yeah. Yeah, All right. it was raining this morning, but it was, it's nice now. I bet it's beautiful where you are right now. It is absolutely gorgeous. Yeah, yeah, looking at the the water, the bay, and yeah. the mountains, it's pretty. It's pretty. All right, 
take uh, take a picture if you don't mind. Send it to me. I just want to see <laughs> what, what you and Cindy are looking at right now. And sorry to interrupt that time. <laughs> that's, no, no, that's okay. She's she's doing a little shopping. It's a little. Oh, there you go. It's a little downtown. Yeah, so she's okay. She's she's good. Very good. We'll uh, let people know why you're out there. It's not just a vacation. It's a working uh, working trip for you. You uh, were there with the Baylor team for the NCAA Outdoor Championships. Now still there with the Olympic trials starting later this week on Friday. Uh, first off, I, I watched uh, some of the coverage uh, on Saturday. And I was blown away by Hayward Field. I, I knew they had renovated it, but I haven't seen it until I watched that. That place is unbelievable. Yeah, there's no place like it in the country right now for track and field. It's just a uh, $250 million, I believe, is what they spent on it. It's an incredible facility, and it's uh, it's really it's really special. And, uh, you know, it, it's it's kind of mixed, mixed emotions when you've been to the old Hayward Field and you have all the memories there. I ran... My first trials there in 1980, first NCAA's in 1978, and just all the great memories that you had. I remember watching Henry Rono set world records at the NCAA meet, and it's just that was an incredible, iconic place. One of the, like you know, Wrigley Field or, or Fenway Park. It's just it was just kind of hard to imagine tearing those, tearing it down and doing it. But uh, this place they built is pretty special. It's pretty. They did a great job on it. You know what I was thinking was it reminds me of one of the huge track stadiums in uh, in Europe. You know how they build those, and they're almost specifically for track and field. It, it looks like that really a shrine to the sport. It, it is. I mean, it's to me, it's got a little bit of Europe, but also some. Uh, I've been in stadiums in the Caribbean where, and they built the stadiums with the multicolor seats, mm-hmm. and this is very bright, and uh, you know it's got the overhang around it, so you can get out of the rain which happens quite often up here at meets and or the sun so it's really nice for the fans to have a little protection but uh, it's going to be incredible when they host the world championship here next year to be it'll be a great great venue assuming that everybody's allowed to come in because they're only going to have a partial crowds here this for the trials yeah uh, jerry hill and i were talking about it this morning and there's one at one end of the uh of the track stadium there's like a tower there and i was watching and i never heard an explanation or never saw what it was but jerry said those are offices is that right yeah yeah i actually was giving robert johnson the head coach there a little <laughs> hard time about you know they needed to make him a little higher because i didn't think they <laughs> but yeah his, his offices is on the top floor and then the assistants go down below and it's just it's it's impressive. I didn't get to go in and see those, but I heard they were they were amazing. David Hodge was up here. Gil sponsors all of the NCAA, so David was up here, and I, I, David got the grand tour of it all, and he said it was pretty pretty crazy. Wow, that's spectacular. Did they uh, did they leave any remnants of the old Hayward Field? I mean, do you see any signs of that stadium? You know, there was so much history made there. Uh, they did. To, to my knowledge, they didn't. I mean, okay. you still have the statue of Bowerman by right by the offices, but I don't. I don't think they did, John. I know that at one point they talked about it, but then I think they just decided, "Hey, we're gonna we're gonna build this brand new one." And so I, you, I couldn't see any, but there there may be something that's, that's hidden that I just didn't see. I got you. Two hundred fifty million dollars goes uh, goes a long way in Eugene, Oregon, doesn't it? Yeah, especially when you have some money coming from the right people. So it's uh, yeah, it's definitely a facility. All right, let's talk about on the track. Uh, your women finish uh, in twenty fourth place, twelve and a half points. Baylor's first top twenty five finish since two thousand and fourteen. Had some really good performances on your women's side. 
Yeah, we did. It was uh, really an up and down weekend for us, John. We'd hope to finish, you know, in the top ten again, like we did indoors, and just didn't happen. We just, uh, you know, just didn't hit on all cylinders, and can't quite figure out why we've not been able to do that outdoors when we've had some great indoor finishes. And and so, just uh, very proud of the women's four by one. They were way back coming in and had to drop a pretty good time, pretty pretty good season best to get into the finals and. Running out of lane one is always a challenge, but uh, they did a great job, battled, and you know picked up an All American honor. But again, they came from way back, and they're all, they're they'll all be back next year. There's three of the four freshmen, so those guys will will be back in force next year. And I think we'll be we'll have a really incredible relay. Akira was amazing, you know, for her to run on the four by one. We pulled her off in the finals just to kind of give her a little more rest because she had the 100 hurdles, and then you have to literally turn around and run the 100 right after the next race. So she had about 10 minutes rest, so pretty tough. She wasn't happy. She was she was still set, uh, had a, a scowl on her face leaving on Sunday morning, but uh, she wanted to win that thing like she did indoors. So she's a competitor, so she'll be back. She's getting ready to go to the Jamaican trials and have a great shot at making their team for the Olympics. But uh, she had a great weekend and, uh, you know, even finishing third after winning it indoors. I, we were really, really proud of her and Women's four by four just missed it, you know, just just missed getting in. Uh, they ran okay, not great. We we just didn't have it. It was cool that day, and we just nobody put down a big time. And and then of course Tuesday was a big highlight, just watching her jump. And you know she's she's had some ups and downs this whole season with COVID and all. And but she battled and had to some adverse conditions into the win, and uh, just was able to still you know just barely miss getting second. And, uh, you know, the girl that won it from LSU jumped pretty well, but Tuesday jumped well. And we're really proud of her for battling like she did, you know, improved upon her indoor finish. And, and of course, the biggest, the biggest one was Aaliyah. And, you know, bless her heart, she's had an incredible year, incredible bounce back season. And, and just that was a disappointment in the eight. You know, there's no two ways about it. She, she just, uh, Got a, had a little bit of a lapse in confidence, and I didn't see it as a coach. I really didn't. Never has she doubted anything. We tell her, hey, let's go run this. Let's do this. Now we're going to run it, tack it, get out and race from the front like she's done all year. I just didn't see it a little bit of a sink in her armor. And, boy, she got into that race and sat back and let the race come to her. And there's no more tactical race than an 800 prelim. And if you make a mistake in it and you're not where you need to be, uh, it gets magnified, and so for an NCAA champion that I think was favored to win it, did not make the finals. You see it happen every year. It happens almost in all kinds of different events, but it was unfortunate that it happened to Leah with the season she's had. It just took away. She's got to bounce back and get ready for the trials. But that was a tough one, you know, for for her, for us, for everybody that's been following her and supporting her. It was just tough because uh, you know she she was ready to run fast. She really was, and so and I think she still is, but. But anyway, I think that was about the lady side. And the men, we just didn't have many bullets to fire coming up with Cam and Trey were the two open op- opportunities that we had. And both of those guys ran well, just not, not fast enough to get into the finals. I mean, these, these times up here were incredible this weekend, some of the top times in the world. And then our 4x4, four four, we got in. But again, we drew lane one. And boy, if you don't get that lead off out there in, in lane one, it really it gets magnified. And we just never got in the race. We were back and had to run from the back to behind, and just uh, that's that's kind of how that one played out. So that was that was definitely disappointing too. Those guys wanted to run better. 
Todd Harbor, our guest, Baylor track and field coach. So, uh, so now the attention turns to the Olympic trials that begin this Friday. Who, who do we have? Who does Baylor have that uh, is still there with you and is qualified for the Olympic trials? Well, it's kind of a mixed, mixed, John, because we've got some that have already qualified and declared. We got a couple that are sitting on the bubble. Uh, Coach Ford and Trey are supposed to fly back up Wednesday, so that's why I just stayed here. They're coming back Wednesday. Coach Hart's coming up with Will. Coach Weathorn and Coach London are coming back on Wednesday. The quarter starts on Friday. Trey, we think, is going to get in. He's sitting right on the edge right now, so we'll know tomorrow. And then uh, Tuesday Tidwell, again, she's hasn't hit the Olympic trial standard, but she's in the top 24, so top 20 actually, as is Alex Madlock. So we think both of those two plus Trey are going to get in. Aaliyah made the the standard already so she's already declared and already accepted so she runs at the back end of it Tuesday jumps at the back end of the trials trials go for about 10 days so again we're going to be up here for a while but but then we've got a whole lot of our exes out there that are still competing and it will be up here so it'd be nice to see a lot of them Coach, I know you're enjoying some time by the water right now, but uh, do you ever get a break? I mean, it feels like track is <laughs> running early in the fall, and now you're you know you're still going here late in the or I guess early in the summer, but late into June and, and early July. Well, some years you really don't. You know, I remember competing as an athlete. I would go straight from the NCAA meet to Europe, and and then straight back into cross country season in August, running Europe all summer. And that's the life. Like Coach Ford, you know, he'll travel to Europe, and Coach Ben's getting ready to head down to Jamaica. So they, they stay pretty busy in the summertime. You know, me, this year, once the trials is over, I'm done. I'll be finished in July, and uh, I'm probably going to take a little vacation. And and uh, so it won't be – it's not going to be a crazy summer for me. But, you know, if you're, when you're coaching cross-country, as I was in the past, yeah, you go straight back into cross in August. And so it's not much – it's not much not much of a break at all, not much off-season. And same thing for our some of our athletes, you know, that start back up pretty quick. All right, well, enjoy a little time. Uh, this is a mini vacation for you this afternoon, you and Cindy out there <laughs> yeah. on the coast. We, we're just enjoying it. We head back head back in a couple hours, and, and uh, get, we're just waiting for those guys to get up here on Wednesday, and we'll start the trials on Friday. And hopefully we can have some good performances, so finish up this season strong. Look forward to it. Hey, I appreciate your time. Tell Cindy hello, and thanks for being on with us today. All right, John. I'll shoot you a picture. Yeah, please do. I want to see that. <laughs> Thanks a lot. Right, Coach bye. Todd Coach Todd bye. Harbor with us. Baylor track and field uh, wrapping up the NCAA Outdoor Championships. They finished over the weekend. Now the Olympic trials are coming up next. They begin on Friday. They run June 18th through the 27th. They're at Hayward Field. Did you see any of that, uh, Stephen, or any, any highlights from there of the NCAAs? No, I didn't. I, I, I've heard of Hayward Field, obviously, but I yeah. didn't see the, the renovation there. Or anything it's, like that. I'll send you a, a link to a clip just so you can see that stadium. It's, a, it's unbelievable. I mean, I mean, well, you think about $250 million for a track and field stadium. That, that'll get you a lot of unbelievable, but it is so impressive. And, uh, you know, I wasn't sure. Uh, you know, Hayward Field has all that history. Steve Prefontaine, all that history there at uh, University of Oregon. So I, I thought that or what I heard first was they're renovating Hayward Field and they want they don't, don't want to lose you know their touch to the mm-hmm. past with it but they want to renovate it well what i saw on tv and todd <laughs> kind of said the same thing was there's no remnants of the old hayward field um it, it's just so impressive and he mentioned the multicolored seats 
you know, you think about Oregon and all the colors, Nike colors they throw out there. The seats are, uh, for the most part, kind of a forest green and a, uh, I guess, a Kelly green or a lighter green. Mm-hmm. And and I couldn't tell. They don't alternate one, you know, one, every other one. But there's certain sections and parts where they're different colored seats. And it just looks spectacular. And I'm guessing Nike probably had a lot to do with the funding I'm sure they of that. Did. Of that I'm new, sure they did. <laughs> what Todd say? If you've got uh, the, the right, right right people, yeah, the yep. right people supporting it, uh, <laughs> and they do for sure. But it, it's just spectacular. And they're going to host the uh, the Olympic trials, and the, and they're hosting the World Championships next year. So it is. Uh, I, I think it's as nice. I don't know what the capacity is, mm-hmm. but I think it's as nice as any track and field stadium in the world. And that says a lot because they they put a lot into that over in Europe. And Oregon, I mean, really, for better or worse, kind of started a lot of the, you know, you talk about multicolors, like the trend of having 10 different alternate uniforms and, (laughs) you know, maybe getting away from your color scheme a little bit uh, in the name of good looking stuff. Right, right, right. What are their colors? Uh, You start with green and gold and you go from there. (laughs) (laughs) True. But uh, it's just, it is really spectacular. They uh, did a great job. So one one part of it, I think it's right around the third turn. There's this tower there uh, just off the track. Stephen and I kept you know watching and seeing it didn't know what it was at all but then Jerry Hill told me that's that's the offices that's the track and field coaches offices in this tower up there which is really I mean really modern really unique and a mm-hmm. uh, pretty good view of the the track uh, if your office is right there yeah it's not bad not a bad gig <laughs> yeah. <in> that situation. <laughs> really good all right appreciate coach Harbor being on with us let's take a break we'll be back with more in just a moment give us an update Dallas Baptist and Virginia playing in a super regional so uh, Virginia, we're in the bottom of the seventh. Virginia has runners on first and second with two outs, uh, and DBU's up two one. So big spot here. We'll give an update after we get back from break. Uh, DBU looks like they're bringing in Peyton Sherlin, who is their big uh, closer reliever guy. Yep. So he's he's coming in to try to shut the door here with two outs in the two seventh in the inning seventh, and yep. two men on one run game. All right, we'll keep you updated on that. DBU and Virginia playing in a super regional in Columbia, South Carolina. Be right back. John Morris, Stephen Simcox here on ESPN Central Texas. I love baseball. The Rangers enjoy an off day today ahead of their series in Houston, which begins tomorrow night. The 0-1 pitch is hit by Beatty to second, but Solak has it, flips to Izzy for one on to first, and they get them both. You see my baseball? Hi, everybody. This is Matt Hick, inviting you to join Jared Sandler and me. This pitch to Pollock. He grounds it to third, backhanded by Holton. He's got Lux now caught off the bag. He tosses to Heim. Heim runs him towards third. He applies the tag. Our Geico broadcast time tomorrow night, 6.30, on the Rangers radio network. Slovacek Sausage has found a great home in Central Texas, and we're growing with you. We have found so many ways to celebrate all the great things about Texas. Football, family, and friends, and so much more. We have all of the barbecue, specialty meats, and over 35 kinds of kolaches to make your next meal or gathering a great success, and we do all the work. If you're on the road, we have the best place for your pooch to stop and stretch with our beautiful dog park. So with the hospitality of Texas and our Czech heritage, Vitame Vos. That means we welcome you. At Slovacek's, you'll love our sausage. When you bought your home, it was a big and emotional investment. The last thing you want to discover is termites or any wood-destroying insect causing damage. At 855-BUGS, we understand the value of a safe home, and we want to protect you and your loved ones from all the pests that live in hidden places. Let us ensure your home is protected with a full inspection, preventative treatment, and a comprehensive ongoing treatment plan to stay ahead of termites and all pests. Visit 855-BUGS.com to learn more about our promise to protect your home and family. 
limited time, refinance your vehicle and have 90 days with zero payments. Only at Genco FCU. Refinancing lowers your rate and you pay less for your car. You can't pass on rates as low as 1.75% for 48 months. Apply online today. Annual percentage rate subject to change without notice. Subject to credit approval, membership eligibility, and loan policies. Go to GencoFCU.org. NCUA equal housing lender. My money, my future, my credit union. Okay, so what's the most important part about your house? No, it's not that bar or even the man cave. Think about it. The most important thing is your roof. It has to withstand all that Mother Nature can throw your way. So it makes sense to have the best. McAdams & Sons Roofing is your first choice when it comes to protecting your valuable asset. Experienced professionals using only the best materials. So for new construction, re-roofs, repairs, or remodels for composition and metal roofs, think McAdams & Sons Roofing first. And now McAdams & Sons Roofing are installing seamless gutters. They're insured and an A-plus rating on the BBB. McAdams & Sons Roofing will come out, take a look at your roof, and handle all the insurance process for you. Don't let any fly-by-night company look at your roof. Let a real professional you trust do the work for you. Put McAdams & Sons over 40 years of experience to go to work for you all over Central Texas. Check them out online at mcadamsroofing.com or give them a call at 254-799-2949 because you don't want a kid with your house's lid. ESPN Radio Sports Center. I'm Ward White with your ESPN Central Texas Sports Center update brought to you by Slovakic Sausage and West. Two games left to decide the final field in the College World Series. DBU in Virginia this afternoon and tonight Notre Dame and Mississippi State. Winners go to Omaha. Vanderbilt, Arizona, Stanford, NC State, Tennessee, and Texas have all punched their tickets already. Two games in the NBA playoffs tonight. Game four in the East semifinals with the 76ers at the Hawks. Philly leads that series 2-1. to one. Tip is at 6-30. And game four of the West semifinals with the Jazz at the Clippers with the Jazz leading that series 2-1. Tip at 9 o'clock. Texas Rangers and the Houston Astros both had the day off. The two teams will meet up tomorrow night at Minute Maid Park for a two-game series. The Astros have a 4-3 lead in the Silver Boot Series after each team swept their home series. Sports Center every 20 minutes, only on ESPN Central Texas. with us final segment john morris show on this monday afternoon appreciate coach todd harbour uh being on with us and he did send a picture he took a kind of a selfie of he and cindy uh the water in the mountains in the background <laughs> wearing jackets both of them are wearing jackets so pretty I, good pretty good situation yeah 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 you can tell they're not in uh you know in south waco right now sent him a text back and i said enjoy it looks beautiful by the way, it's uh, sunny and 97 here in Waco, <laughs> heat index of 108. So uh, they are in a, a very nice place 
weather-wise. All right, uh, keeping an eye on Dallas Baptist and Virginia. The Cavaliers have a threat going. They've got two on, one run game, two to one. DBU leads it. Virginia batting bottom of the seventh inning. They've got two runs on, and uh, Stephen, as you said, a pitching change is just taking place. Yeah, Peyton Sherling came in, and the bases are loaded now, so oh, I, don't, okay. I don't know if he hit a batter or walked somebody. Uh, but Kyle Teal, who's Virginia's best hitter, is up. We got a two-two oh. count, and this this guy uh, Kyle Teal, the batter, is pretty juiced up. He swung at a pitch a minute ago and almost <laughs> came out of his shoes <laughs> trying to <laughs> trying to hit one out. He's so, trying to hit one out. We'll, yeah, we'll see what happens here. But yeah, uh, big big spot. Bases loaded. Bottom seven. DBU up two-one. Virginia at the plate, and uh, two-two count. Put him on my play-by-play hat for a minute. Yeah. And he hits oh, one, put a charge in he it. He just crushed it. And is that going to stay in the yard? No, it's a grand slam. Oh, oh my, my goodness. Gosh. Oh, wow. So it is now 5 2, <laughs> Virginia. Wow. Uh, he swung hard again, J Mo. And yeah, he, he made did. contact that he time. He did. Man. Just barely cleared the wall in it center did. field. I thought he got under out. it a little bit yeah. when he hit it, yeah. but it, he drove it out of there. And yeah, Peyton Sherlin's pitching for DBU, and he, I mean, he's their guy. Um, but as we know, it's it's really hard to get those final outs yeah. in the baseball game. DBU uh, still got some time here, but that's true. Not great. That's not true. Great. <laughs> They've got two at bats left. But Virginia has just taken the lead, five to two over Dallas Baptist. A grand slam in the bottom of the seventh inning by uh, Teal. Is it Kyle Teal? Kyle Teal. Yeah, yeah. just hit a, a grand slam to put Virginia up. Uh, so, again, uh, we'll keep you updated on that as the afternoon goes along. Matt Mosley is coming up next. you think Matt's tuned in? Is he uh, as into this Super Regional well, as have, we are? have you noticed that he's jumped on the DBU bandwagon? <laughs> yes, I did. That's why I'm asking. So <laughs> He may uh, want to just carry the end of the game live during his hour. I, I think he wants to. So, <laughs> Brendan Smith, who uh, used to – I think him and Matt worked at 103.3 in Oh, Dallas. there you go. Yeah, that's the connection. He's, he's, so, he's yes. the one working with – He's working with the play-by-play guy. Yeah, that you yeah, mentioned Reagan earlier. Ratcliffe. Reagan yeah. Ratcliffe, who's a Baylor grad. Okay. Um, and so Brendan and Matt know each other. When DBU and TCU played in the regionals, in typical Matt Mosley fashion, he tweeted, uh, hey, can somebody get me a ticket to this game tonight? I want to go. <laughs> right. So Brendan saw this and said, hey, you're on the DBU pass list. There you go. Come on. But the condition was he had to wear some DBU gear, <laughs> which he did. And I don't know if it's the Baptist connection yeah. that's really and DBU won that game it was very exciting. They came back and won. Uh, they went on to win that regional. They're you know playing for a trip to Omaha today. So he has become this DBU super fan. Gotcha. As of this weekend, uh, that makes sense. He and Brendan, but I didn't know what the connection was or if he had just that was jumped it. on the bandwagon for DBU. All right. Uh, so Matt Mosley is coming up next. What do you guys have coming up between three and four today? We'll have uh, Tim Cato on at 320. He uh, writes for The Athletic, and he had a piece today about some friction in the uh, Mavericks front office um, that, and basically, you know, how does that affect Luka Doncic, who has a chance to sign a contract extension this summer. Um, So we'll talk with him about that. Uh, We'll update, we'll keep you updated on this Virginia DBU game. Um, Cowboys started rookie camp today, so Matt has some thoughts on that as well. And he'll be live at Old Chicago. So okay, good. Um, they're reopening. If you'd like to go out there today, uh, Matt will be live from 3 to 4. Tom will be live there from 4 to 6. And I, at 6 o'clock, I know anybody that comes through the door can register. They're going to draw, and um, somebody's going to get free pizza for life. Whoa. Yes. Is that right? Yes. So it's a pretty good deal. That's a good deal. I think that's enough to get you in the door. 
Uh, but yeah, old Chicago, good spot. We usually go there on Friday nights after you know we get done with uh, football games. They shut down during the pandemic, but they are back up and running. Okay, so, all right, uh, right across the street in Central X Marketplace. You know, and that's that's a good good for them because I was mm-hmm. afraid they'd shut down forever. I do too. Yeah, yeah, yeah mm-hmm. but they're back open, grand reopening. So uh, Matt will be out there, and then Tom will be out there. And what do you have lined up with Tom Barfield on game time between four and six? So Midway High School has a new football coach, Shane Anderson, going over from Conley, Great. taking over from Jeff Hume. Uh, Brad Shelton, Midway AD, will be on at 4.30. Um, Shane Anderson at 5 o'clock, new coach at Midway. Uh, Voice of the Horns, Craig Way at 5.15. Uh, talking about UT moving on to Omaha. And uh, we'll recap the Rangers losing two out through the Dodgers from the weekend. We'll have some college baseball talk. Uh, that's all from 4 to 6. All right. Coming up uh, the remainder of the afternoon. And go see those guys out at Old Chicago uh, reopening there in Central Texas Marketplace. Easy to find out there. And uh, register for Pizza for Life. Free Pizza for Life. <laughs> what a great deal that is. How often do you have an opportunity to do that? Yeah, never heard of that. I've heard of pizza for a year, right, but right. never pizza for life. <laughs> All right, so that's coming up the remainder of the afternoon. Let me mention some birthdays, and then we'll move out of here. It is uh, Jim Shepelwich's birthday. Jim with uh, Baylor, a long time in development. Happy birthday to uh, Jim. It is Randy Reed's birthday today. Happy birthday to Randy. He and, uh, and not that Randy and I aren't friends, but Randy and Pat Nunley are very good friends. Uh, happy birthday to Randy. Eddie Gregory's birthday today, former Baylor offensive lineman. Happy birthday to him. Lawton Langford's birthday today, former Baylor uh, baseball standout, I'm going to say. So happy birthday to uh, Lawton. Uh, Holly Dunham's birthday is today. Happy birthday to her. And I think that's it for uh, today. Uh, scanning back uh, to yesterday and over the weekend, George Jensen's birthday was yesterday. George uh, either works at or is retired from KHOU, Channel 11 in Houston. David Cook's birthday was uh, back on Saturday. Happy birthday to him. Laura Cox, Brett Doe. Claude Lindsay's birthday was Saturday, so happy birthday to him going back. And uh, my sweet mom's birthday was yesterday. She oh. passed away a few years ago, but uh, would have been 80, 83 years old uh, yesterday. So we certainly thought about her and remembered her yesterday. Sorry for your loss. I know it was a, f- a few years ago, right. but that's always hard when those right. memories come up or right. those anniversaries come up. Nice to remember her on her the date of her birthday. All right, we're going to move out of here. Stay tuned. Matt Mosley is next. Then Tom Barfield on Game Time, both live at Old Chicago here in uh, Central Texas Marketplace here in Waco. Check it out. Go by there and register to win pizza for life, free mm-hmm. pizza for life. So that's at Old Chicago. Check it out. Matt Mosley is next. Keep it here on ESPN Central Texas. Thank you all for joining us.